Welcome to the Skinny Bell Podcast. My name's Robin, and this is the podcast for the girl who wants to do things her way. There's no rule book here, and no subject is off limits. Let's do this thing. Hey guys, it's Robin, and I am so psyched to be back for my first podcast episode of 2018. I've been pretty sick lately, so I wasn't able to record um, for the last week of 2017. And if you're wondering why my voice sounds a bit off, I'm still recovering from my flu last week and I'm not like 100% yet, but I'm getting there. So I figured, screw it, I'll just do the podcast today, even though I might sound a little nasally and stuffed up. So apologies for that. Now today's episode, I am so excited about. We are going to talk about six small mindset changes that I made in 2017 that drastically improved my life. What I'm going to share with you is so easy to implement in your own life, and that is why I love it so much. I'm not going to lie, though the changes I'm going to tell you about that I made are relatively simple, it did take me a long time to figure them out and why I needed to make those decisions for myself. If you're anything like me, aka like stubborn as hell, sometimes you need to be smacked in the face with information or knowledge about a million times before you will actually listen. Maybe not the best characteristic, but sometimes that's how I am. So it took me a minute to actually do these things in my life But now that I have, oh my god, you guys, it has made such a positive difference in my life. I cannot even tell you. If you do even one of these like small mindset changes or decisions that I'm going to tell you about today, I can promise you your life will significantly improve. If you read my blog, you will know that 2017 was a pretty huge year for me. It was a big year of change. Change not just in my life, but in my overall mindset. It was a really great year. So let's get into this. What are the six tiny but impactful decisions I made to have such a drastic improvement on my overall quality of life? Let's start at the beginning. Decision number one. Put yourself first this one first off it's gonna seem obvious you're like well duh put yourself first like everyone says that but it's actually a lot easier said than done like i truly started making decisions for me first just this year some people are naturally very um i don't want to say selfish but like um they think about what's best for them and go about life doing what they want like without really considering like how it impacts people around them others are way too empathetic and i would be in the latter group i am so overly empathetic it is ridiculous like when making a decision i always consider how it affects everyone around me How would this decision impact my family? How would this decision impact my employer? 
how would this decision impact that random person I've never met before who I saw walking down the street? The horror! <laughs> like, there is such a thing as too empathetic, and I would be the perfect example of somebody who's too empathetic. For example, if I say something or do something that, like, I think, oh my gosh, like, I slightly, like, like maybe I think, like, I hurt someone's feelings or whatever, like, I will, like, agonize over it and they will haunt me for weeks about how I may have possibly hurt their feelings. Like, I'll lose sleep over it. Like, real sleep, I'm talking, people. And, like, the reality is, is that person, A, probably didn't even notice, uh, like, whatever thing I thought I did and, like, didn't think twice about it. And B, like, even if they did, they're like, eh, whatever. So who cares? <laughs> like, worrying about dis how decisions you make impact other people and what might happen is really leading your life with fear. And don't get me wrong, because fear can be very useful in small quantities. But when overused, I find that fear can really hinder your progress in life. So my small mindset change from how my decisions will impact those around me to which decision is best for me was hugely um, beneficial for myself. I made several key life decisions based on this and so far it's going pretty well. So key takeaway from this one would be if you are overly empathetic, like me, try just like thinking for a minute about what would I do, like, just like erase all the noise around you and think what is best for me? And don't hyper-focus on how every little decision will impact those around you. And this isn't to say to never consider those around you, but like if the thought of possibly negatively impacting someone near you to do something you want to do and that thing would have a positive impact on your life, the thought of that is stopping you from making a like some sort of decision you might be placing a little too much focus on like the external impact of your decisions and not enough on the impact they're going to have on yourself so give it a try see what you think this first tip maybe not for everyone but for me it was really important because i am way too empathetic <laughs> decision number two always remember that life isn't a test run. We only get one go of this shit. A lot of the time, people wait to do the things that they really want to do. Like, oh, I've got to wait until the timing is right, just another year, just another month, another week. And with all this waiting, like, sometimes, like, I find this is going to sound really dark, but sometimes we can forget about our own mortality. Like, Basically, the only thing that is guaranteed in this life is that we are all going to die. Like, yeah, I said it. We're all going to die. And we only get one run at life. That's it. When you die, it's over. All we have is now, and I really have been trying over the last year to remind myself of this regularly. Because if you don't want to do the things that you want to do now... When are you going to be doing them? Like if you have some project that you've just been dreaming of doing and oh like can't get it done, like I'll start it next month, I'll start it next month. 
if that's the thing that you want to spend your time doing after work and on weekends, just do it. Start. Like starting is the hardest part. And if you just start something and just do it, you will not regret it because then you'll be living your true self and you'll be doing the things that you want to be doing. We only get one shot at this people. So let's act accordingly. Decision number three. Just because society expects something of you doesn't necessarily mean that that is the best option. What you are expected and supposed to do by society isn't always what's best for you. Social norms or societal expectations are truly nothing more than what other humans who are equally as dumb as you and I deemed acceptable about a million years ago. Real talk. If you want to do something that is not the norm and you're worried about like what other people are going to think. And when I say other people, I'm talking about your mom and dad. Like, let's be real. That's what we're talking about. In the words of Sir Richard Branson, screw it. Just do it. Why should we be afraid of being ourselves and living a life that we want to be living? Like, I feel like I'm getting so like gushy gushy today or like fruity tooty, whatever. But who cares what is deemed right or acceptable? Like, for real. I think that we all just need to do, like, the things and live the lives that make us happiest. And don't worry about what society is expecting of you. Because, like, they're not living your life. You are. So don't give a damn about what the rest of society thinks. Just do you, girl. And honestly, once you start doing it, it is pretty awesome. And on that note, very related to decision number three, decision number four is embrace your weird. I am so fucking weird and I love it. Chances are you're weird too. In your own special way. So embrace it. I legit, like, cannot say this better than Steve Jobs himself. Um, This is, I'm going to read to you one of my favorite quotes from Steve Jobs. Like, I had to put it in this podcast because it's just so relevant. So here we go. Here's to the crazy ones. The misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes. The ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. But the only thing you can't do is ignore them because they change things. They push the human race forward. And while some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the ones who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. Ah, Steve, like killing me, man. Like, the most epic and relatable and relevant quote of all time. R.I.P. Steve Jobs, you were such a legend. But, like, really think about that quote and think about, like, loving your crazy and loving your weird and believing in yourself because that's where the good stuff really is. If we were all the same person, oh, my God, it would be so boring. Like, can you imagine if we were all the same human had all the same interests, all the same thoughts, all the same ideas, literally, like, just put a bullet in my head. That would be the worst. 
The fifth decision I made last year that vastly improved my life was to not take no shit from nobody. If you find yourself in a relationship, a situation, a whatever, where you are fully being taken advantage of, get out of there, girl. Oh my God. Like, sometimes in life, I find myself doing this a lot. Um, we find ourselves like wearing rose-colored glasses. We'll be in a situation, um, whether it be a job, a relationship, that we think is so amazing and so great. And then once you take off those rose-colored glasses, you'll realize that it's not actually all that you thought it was. And once you realize you are in a not-so-good situation with a person or a group of people or whatever it is, negatively impacting your life, just get out of there. Nobody deserves to be treated badly and chances are you probably have the ability to remove yourself from that situation if it's happening to you. So, moral of the story, do not take any shit from nobody. You do not deserve it. Decision number six, invest in your health. You're like, well, duh. But really, I truly believe there is no money wasted ever when you spend money on your health. Like, you get one body, of course, until we become robots. But for now, we get one body. Treat that thing right, girl. Like, obviously, don't go nuts and, like, spend every penny you've made on some stupidly expensive gym membership. But if you're going to splurge, you might as well splurge on something that's going to give you returns aka your health. If you go out and buy a new dress that costs like, what, I don't know, $350, you'll likely end up wearing it one time, take some cute pics in it, and then be totally over it. That is if you're anything like me. I'm a classic single wear and then like I'm over it girl, which is the worst. Alternatively, if you spend $300 on some like super cool Pilates classes or like you join a new like cycling studio or whatever. You'll be improving your physical fitness, which will hopefully improve your longevity and overall quality of life. Also, if you are interested in Pilates, definitely try Legree. I have another podcast um, on my channel or I don't know, on my podcast station, whatever it's called. Um, all about Legree, where I interview a master Legree trainer. Definitely listen to it. Um, it's a good one, and you will learn a lot about the benefits of Ligree. So, I digress. Anyways. I, another thing I find is that when I'm um, fitter and, like, stronger, my body, it just, like, it just, okay, remember, obviously you're going to look better, but, like, the clothes you own will look better on you and just, like, look more fashionable. Like, that sounds really weird, but it's true. And... <clears throat> Along with health comes like not just your exercise, but like a major part of that is like what you're putting in your mouth. So if it's possible, I know it's not always financially possible to buy organic, um, but like try and just buy like fresh natural foods and eat that 80% of the time. 20% of the time, you do you, you eat whatever like floats your boat and you dream about at night. For me, it's like pizza and nachos. Eat that 20% of the time, but 80% of the time, 
Spend your money on good, wholesome food that is going to feed and nourish your body and give you energy to go and do your workouts. Got to keep that booty looking tight and right. And both food and exercise are super key to doing that. So anywho, these are the six small decisions I made in 2017 that made my life about like six million times better. This is what's worked for me and I strongly encourage you to try out just one of these tips. Like I think you'll be very pleasantly surprised. Anyways, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I really hope that you like these tips on how you can improve your life with such like small but impactful decisions. And I was just so excited to share them with you because I really feel like no matter where you're at in your life or what you're doing, you can really benefit from something here. It's pretty universal if you ask me. So if you like this episode, please, please, please rate Skinny Bell the podcast five stars on iTunes and share it with your friends. And if you have a question that you want answered on the next show, have a question about previous episodes, make sure you use the hashtag, make sure you use the hashtag AskSkinnyBell on Twitter and I will answer it in my next episode. Lots of love, you guys, and happy 2018. Let's hope it is a fabulous year for all of us.